Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Six Guy Rizzy to learn more. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. A lot of people have been reading about the tension. And I said previously that we were going down our path, they were going down theirs. And today, that tension goes away. The litigation is dropped. We're announcing to the world that on behalf of this game, we're coming together. It's less about how people respond today, and it's all about how people respond in 10 years. When they see the impact that we're having on this game together, there'll be a lot of smiles on people's faces. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go into shell. We won't go into attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It is a wide-open Wednesday, folks. So if you want in on the conversation, it's a very simple thing to do. Call or text 501-661-1037. Get after us in the Asher Record Live Fan Feedback. After me on Twitter, at BuzzJohnNeighbors, as now we've been talking a lot about the Live versus the PGA. We've got the NBA Finals going up uh, tonight as well in Game 3. Looking forward to, to having that. And apparently we've been talking about the Madden curse. Because <laughs> yeah, I had a few people in the first Arkansas Bank Interest text line when we were saying Josh Allen was up that uh, it's come from the final one says it literally happened to Peyton Hillis. Now Peyton Hillis, you know, that was a weird time when how they did the Madden cover because they had a voting, they had fans voting on it. And it was, I think it was between him and Aaron Rodgers. And because of the Madden curse being such a thing, or at least a myth during that time, I think all the Packers fans out there voted for Peyton Hillis just to try to get him not to have, uh, not to have Aaron Rodgers on there. At least that's what was the case. But um, they changed the system a little bit differently there. But I'm pretty sure that's how Peyton Hillis got on. Is it was fan voting, right, is how they did it back At the then? time, yeah. yes. Yeah. yeah. I think fan voting is still a part of it, though. Right. It's just not the no-all-end-all, be-all decision. No. It's kind of no. like the NBA All-Star game type of deal, right? Just it's, it's part of it, but not all of it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, players also vote on it where, um, you know, you're being judged by your peers also. You get more money, I assume? Like, you get, like, a bonus or something like that if you're on the uh, cover? There's something tied to it. Not yeah. sure exactly what the figure is. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's more than nothing. Uh, but, yeah, I've always wondered if maybe it's like a... I don't think you get, like, a percentage of sales or anything like that. But I'm sure that there's a nice little cut that they get from no, being on the cover. No, that's what the college players are looking for. <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> apparently so. And hopefully they get it. Because, I, I think again, I think that'd be fair. I think that'd be a fair way of going about and getting it done. So, uh, But either way, we'll talk a lot about that and more as we go to the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline. And welcome in, Pat Bradley. Thanks to Motorsports Authority joining us every Wednesday. PB, what's going on, my man? What's up, guys? I did see somebody mention Andy Reid for the cover. What do you think about that? That'd be different. In honor of, in honor of uh, Matt. Yeah, uh, yeah, that makes sense. named after him. Yeah. So, have they ever been multiple? Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes a couple of years ago. Oh, was it? Okay, okay. I guess nobody cares about the curse. <laughs> Not at that that time, no. Um. So what's what? What is the with the college one? Why do they even have to have names or? That's how this whole deal with NIL started. You remember Ed O'Bannon. He was the one that right. pushed for, you know, athletes getting paid in college for their name and image likeness, and that's why it went away. That's why the college football game went away. Was it, was it a case of using – because it was not names, right? It was, it, was, it was just 
Yeah, um, yeah. They didn't use names. They had their number, but they had their exact height, their exact weight, their exact. Like, they put the build in there to make it basically everything but their name. Yeah, Matt Jones was right, on right. the college football game, and everybody knew it was Matt Jones, but it didn't right, have his right. name on there to say it's Matt Jones. Could you do it in a way? And I'm just thinking because I was reading that article too. Um, but I mean, could you do it in a way where it's just totally random, especially since nowadays, like when I played it, I, I created my own player uh, the way I wanted to create them, you know, six four and you know whatever, and and played played it like that. So I, I wonder if you know, can it just be random? You know what I'm saying? I I I, I, I kind of think they could pay more than five hundred dollars, which. I mean, if you complain about five hundred dollars, was it going to give you double it? I mean, is that is that going to be okay? I think they're probably looking for some type of percentage from the game because you know that there's going to be many copies of the game sold. But even saying that, PB, uh, with the basketball game, like you would play the basketball game, I'm sure at the time and see, mm-hmm. you know, the Arkansas team on there, see you and your teammates on the game, but your name wasn't attached to it, but you knew that that right. was you on the game. Right, right, exactly. And I guess, I mean, is, is, and, and the only reason I say it is because I, I tend to think in situations like this, reading that same article, um, it seems to be that it's pushed by someone who's not in college, uh, someone who is the head of the something called the College Athlete Association, whatever that is, so... And I'm sure he makes money off of um, what they do. So, uh, I don't know. I guess I'm always skeptical. Yeah, I think it's... Uh, yeah, I was going to say, PB, I guess it's Justin Falaseni, who is a former starting center for Clemson and the VP for uh, College Football Playoff or Player Association and everything. Because what's funny is it didn't say anything about what players are, are having issues or if any players are going to be out. It just says players, players are going to be out. And uh, so it's just, I don't know, I'm with you. It kind of seems like it's a little bit like not all set in stone, not all very organized. It's kind of like, hey, we're doing this just to get something out of it. Right. And, and you know, obviously not to beat a dead horse on this, but if we're talking about, let's say, the U of A and – you know, KJ Jefferson obviously is a well-known. You know, like you can't mistake his his talent. Um, if you create the game this year with a you know what is he six four quarterback that runs and mm-hmm. throws and all that, I can see that. Um, but if you just make a generic quarterback for the Hog, I don't know. I guess he, he kind of gets in the weeds. It's just to me, it's, it's not a. It, it's such a great area and, and all that. So we'll see how it works out. I mean, hey, I hope everybody gets as much money as they want. Um, but with so many college athletes, my goodness, it's another uphill battle. I think we just all want the game. Just give us the game. <laughs> see, it's, it's a big deal to the players playing the game now, though, since that can has been open, and they know that there right. are monetary opportunities out there from so many different places. They're not just going to accept with that that, uh, you know, we're just going to put a small figure on it or, you know, we're going to put a limit on it. They're they're just not willing to accept that. Yeah, and, you know, I guess at some point, I, I guess that was, you know, was it $500 a player? Right, right? $500 per. And that would mean, is that every FCS school? I know it's. They said that it, they had a pool of five million dollars, and then that divvied up was five hundred dollars per player. So I don't know who they all that includes. Oh money. wow, that's all that is. Yeah. Wow. Wow. It's crazy how that how that how that dwindles pretty quick. Because 5 million. with the games sold, though, PB, think about that. With the number of games that they sell, they're going to sell more than five million in games, and so that's right. what the players are thinking about. That there's going to be more yeah. available than the $5 million they're talking about. So here's the other thing, too, Freak. It's like, that. that's what I'm saying. Like, if you're K.J. Jefferson, 
and you're already making. I saw I saw a it was a pretty cool graphic. I don't know. I know you're on Twitter, John uh, Freak. I don't know if you can find it on the internet, but they just had the NIL summit, and there there was a guy who's associated with. I think his last name's Belcher. I'm not. I forget. But he put out a graph, and it showed. I think they might have taken into account. Oh, there was a hundred athletes, or maybe more, and they basically broke down the averages of what guy what athletes are actually making. So they did it from, you know, the you know, let's say college football. Power five um starters. And then they, they broke it down starters, bench, and then they broke down like the top uh fifty percent of the starters. So in other words, you know, quarterback Maybe it's a big time wide receiver versus like you know, you know the the, the offensive lineman himself is not going to get a big chunk of it. So, um, so a guy like KJ Jefferson, I think, is let's say averages about five hundred thousand. Um, now, so is he is he willing to sort of have an outcry to make a little bit more on the college football game? Like, at what point is a big, uh, you know, the, the the player that everybody wants to play with in college football, Madden, is already making half a million. Is is, is like who's making? Is the kicker making all the noise that he wants more <laughs> more than five hundred dollars? You know, is the bench guy complaining he wants more than five hundred dollars? I don't think that's going to move the needle. I think if Bryce Young, KJ Jefferson, if those type of players say you can't use me. Uh, unless we get more, that will move the needle, in my opinion. But I don't think a guy that's already making five hundred thousand on NIL will even speak up because he's like, I- I'm just making mine. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see. That's just my my take. Is the the great thing about the game is you get to play with the stars, right? You can be KJ Jefferson. You can be. I don't even know who's a star anymore. But <laughs> Caleb Williams, USC. Yeah, Caleb Williams. Right, that's the cool part of the game. Like, um, you don't you don't say to yourself, "Oh man, I cannot wait to put in, put to put in this backup wide receiver." So, I don't. To me, if the if the big dogs have a problem with it, then they may have a problem. If not, then you know they'll probably be all right. Yeah, because I agree with you, PB. I'm like it, you because like how you do it before. Uh, when the game was out and nobody had their name or it, you could edit it. You could edit it to where you gave them their names and everything and it seemed realistic, but you know, you're talking about probably what, 85, 90% of college football players, I think would be like, yeah, give me 500 bucks so I can be on the game because you know, that's a lot right. of money to me and everything. So, And if those guys like the Caleb Williamses or whoever, if they're the types like, no, I don't want to be on the game, I want more, they're like, okay, well, we'll still make the game. You're just going to be number 13 and then people can go Do in like and edit it. It's like yeah, it'll just like be Michael, like yeah. They did that with um, they had to do it Michael Jordan with one of the NBA Live games where he he for some reason didn't want to forget what year it was or what the situation <laughs> was, but he didn't agree on what they were you know going to pay him or whatever. So they just had like a generic <laughs> player that <laughs> was supposed to be him. So yeah. See, and, anyway, and we'll see. At this point, it seems like those top level guys are getting. The players that you know, like you said, the bench warmer, they're they're getting those guys to unite to say that hey, yeah. we we need to hold out because there's more available. That's the only way that this thing works as far as them getting more money. Yep, exactly, exactly, and that's that's what I'm I'm guessing. You know, your man that runs the old association, the old the man that runs the association is is uh. I'm sure he's got a nice little salary coming out of that association. Mark Emmer. Trying to... <laughs> no, that one, that one guy that runs the, the uh, vice principal, vice principal, vice president of the uh, College Players Association, who's, you know, the one putting out the... Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so somebody was making a joke. He's like, of course, it had to be a former Clemson player. It had to be a Clemson guy to be able to do that uh, and try to take money out of it. But I don't know. It's a... It's a crazy thing, PB, and I'm I'm kind of wondering because you know there used to be a college basketball game that was out there, and I remember playing that a lot. Yeah. And then I think they had college baseball even for a split second. So it makes me wonder, 
you know, maybe if uh, this football game ends up being a success, maybe we'll see the college basketball games come back, which uh, will be another opportunity for a lot of people to make money. Yeah, yeah, and you know, I'm sure at some point, yeah, freak. I'm guessing they probably lowball them, like you like you said, and John. Yeah, if this, I'm sure they'll figure out how to basketball, baseball, and probably every other sport. But yeah, they probably lowball them with 500 and complain a little, and probably get you know even. 1500 or something like that so who knows but this was um the only option as far as the way to bring the game back it's not like they brought the game back and said it's going to be generic like it was before you know since nil is there that they had to offer this to begin with to even put that in motion Mm -hmm. to bring the game back i wonder yeah yeah i mean i you know it's funny how like it's all we're in we're in the the like we're watching we're in a unique time watching how all this is gonna work work out you know i mean we're, we're able to witness you know because 20 years from now it, it's we're in the changing times 20 years from now it's going to look very different and because we've got would have gone through all of the trials and figuring out what works, what doesn't, what's fair and what's not. I can't even imagine 20 years from now. I can't even imagine what that looks like. It's going to be, uh, maybe it will be what, what Nick Saban talked about as employees. And I I say this, and I, I, I've told this before, like 30 years ago, Frank Broyles, and I'm trying to remember, I, I hope I have, someone has this documented, and I'm not just making it up. I don't think I'm making it up. But he said something to the effect of there'll come a time when college athletics will be... So you'll have a college team that has athletes that represent your team that are not students, technically. So... Basically, they are your team. They're your team that you root for, but they're paid to play in the name of the Razorback. Like he, I, I, I remember him saying something to that effect. In the future, that's what it's going to look like. Now, yeah, they could still, depending on their, you know, they could still go to school. But um, I do think, you know, and Saban said something to the effect of that. That at some point, you know, we're going to get to that level. Um, where people have argued for decades that there is an element of the athlete being somewhat of an employee anyway. Like, so uh, it's just kind of in a, in a unique time where we're sort of having that conversation above the table. And uh, so we'll see. We'll all be alive in 20 years, <laughs> hopefully, to see what it looks like. Well, and, and it's funny you brought up that up, uh, PB, because obviously Nick Saban going to D.C. to to talk about uh, NIL and regulations. Even Hunter Yurchek, the athletic director for Arkansas, is apparently going to speak uh, on the behalf, too. And it, it's just amazing to see how it's changed. And here you are talking about people who are prominent in the in the college athletics, speaking to the federal government about stuff like this. I mean, it's it's amazing how, how far it's come and, and where it's at. And it just is going to make me curious to hear about what uh, the message is being sent from people like Nick Saban, from people like Hunter Yurchek to say, hey, is it something where they're like, you guys got to start putting in some regulation here, we got to slow this down, this is bad, or is it more going to be about, hey, you know, we need to tweak this a little bit and then it'll be okay. Uh, I'm just wondering, like, we hear what the coaches say and everyone's like, oh, it's great because, you know, it's recruiting, but when they get in front of the people that can make the rules, it makes me wonder if maybe they'll uh, go a different direction or change your tune a little bit. Well, I think part of the challenge is you you have people clearly that have an agenda, right? Like the, I'm not, you know, let's say the senators and and politicians from one state want to have the um, uh, rules, laws, regulations benefiting their home state school. And that's what happens right now. That's exactly what's happening. Right, so... And it's so that's that's the other side you're battling, um, you know. Is everybody wants to try to get an advantage? I get it. Um, so that's why you know you kind of do have to have an oversight committee that makes it 
as much as you can be a, a level playing field. It's never going to be a, an absolute level playing field. We all know that. Just because some schools have in states have much more resources than others, and some are run by much more uh, competent people than others. Let's not forget, guys, you could give a school, two schools the same exact everything run by two different people. One's more competent than the other. Guess which one's going to come out on top, you know? So there's always a human element to that stuff, too, no matter how you make, make the rules and regulations. Well, PB, uh, before we let you go, uh, I was also uh, just curious real quick, your thoughts on, and I think we talked to you about it before, right? Grant Nelson taking a visit to Arkansas this week. Seems like last week wasn't really a thing, but here he is. Uh, what kind of what kind of impact do you think he could have for Arkansas if he comes on campus? It could be, you know, you get the size, he can score, rebound. Um, Baylor, I guess, is out, so it's just Alabama, Arkansas. And, um, I, don't, I don't know. I noticed that he would be at Alabama... I think today, and I don't know, it's, I thought I read Arkansas Thursday and Friday or Thursday or Friday. So I kind of got a little excited if he was going to do a two-day uh, at Arkansas. And actually, I like the fact that he's, I think, visiting after Alabama, right? That's right, yeah. That's always a good, that's always a good sign to be the last one to talk to a recruit. So, But, you know, the kid put, puts up big numbers, really good size. Um, you know, I'm sure you know Coach Moss will show him how he can feature him on the on the offensive end. Well, PB, we got about 30 seconds. We'll let you get out of here. Give a shout out to the fine folks of Motorsports Authority. MSAStore.com is the website. Pre-owned vehicle dealership. Also, <laughs> plenty of accessories for all your vehicles. Visit MSAStore.com for all the locations: Conway, Sherwood, Hot Springs. Plenty of them. Russellville, all over the fine state of Arkansas, pre-owned vehicles and all accessories for cars, trucks, you name it. Website is msastore.com. Appreciate it, PB. More Out of Bounds coming up. Foyd's has live Louisiana crawfish. Place your order by 4 p.m. Thursday for weekend boils. Foyd'sMeatAndSeafood.com. Sports Center. In Major League Baseball news, Rangers ace Jacob DeGrom will miss the remainder of the season undergoing Tommy John surgery. The 34-year-old West pitched on April 28th. The Rangers currently sit atop the ALS with a 40-20 and record, four and a half games ahead of the Astros. In NBA news, CBS released their latest first-round mock draft. Anthony Black was projected to go 8th overall, while Nick Smith Jr. was projected to go 21st overall. The NBA draft is 15 days away. The NBA Finals Game 3 will be tonight. The Heat and the Nuggets are tied at 1-1 with the series now heading to Miami. Tip is set for 7.30. The game can be heard on the buzz. TV coverage will be on ABC. And arguably the greatest soccer player of all time, Lionel Messi, is coming to Major League Soccer and taking his talents to South Beach as he agreed to join Inter-Miami. Messi reportedly chose Miami over FC Barcelona, where he spent 20 years of his career and also playing in Saudi Arabia. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. Sometimes you just gotta have some wings. And with buffalo, barbecue, teriyaki, Cajun buffalo, lemon honey, garlic parmesan, mango habanero, lemon pepper, pineapple habanero, honey hot, and Brewskies Reaper, you know where to find them. Brewskies, you're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. It's Whiskey Wednesdays at Brewskies and Poker Night. Two games nightly, first game at 7 p.m., cash prizes and whiskey specials all day. Whiskey Wednesday and Poker Night, Wednesday at Brewskies. After I drop the kids off, I have to run across town for a meeting, hit the gym during lunch, Jake has soccer tonight, and Emily has... Gymnastics? Oh, did I turn on the Crock-Pot this morning? (laughs) With a never-ending to-do list, it's easy to forget something important, like setting up a life insurance plan with Shelter Insurance. Your local shelter agent can show you how to create a safety net for your family. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri. For a free insurance review, see shelter agent Jeff Hodge or Jay Hellman, Little Rock, or Bo Beavis and Cabot. The year is almost halfway over, and you're still dealing with that knee and hip pain. Enough is enough already. Pills are not the answer. Surgery is not the answer. You need to call QC Kinetics today. Hey, 
everybody, it's RJ Hawk. With the summertime coming on right now, you want to be able to live your best life, right? The advanced regenerative medicine solutions at QC Connects can give you a life without chronic joint pains. You can do all those summer activities that you used to enjoy. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in taking healing properties from your own body and applying them right to those achy joints. So your joint tissue can be repaired and restored naturally. The treatment is truly revolutionary. Patients across Central Arkansas are having life-changing results. And there's no drugs, no surgery, and no downtime. If you have pain in your knees, your back, your shoulders, your hips, you need to stop what you're doing right now and call QC Kinetics for a free consultation. 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. Once again, that number, 501-222-8440. weekday morning from 6 to 10 for Morning Mayhem with David Basil, Roger Scott, Justin Moore from the Oakland Racing Casino Resort Studios. Like Oakland Racing Casino Resort on Facebook and stay up to date with news and special promotions. Father's Day is around the corner, and Muskie Harris Recovery Center announces Recovery for Recovering, a groundbreaking Father's Day event promising to bring communities together. Taking place on Sunday, June 18th from 12 noon to 6.30 at War Memorial Stadium, Gate 1. This event aims to honor all fathers while providing inspiration on the path to recovery. It is a great way to celebrate the father figure in your life. Be sure to enter for a chance to win Razorback Game Package. Tickets are $20, individual or $2. $200 table of 10. Available on Eventbrite. Springtime in Arkansas means we turn our attention to the many waterways our state has to offer. Nothing's more enjoyable than floating or fishing one of the great streams and rivers in the natural state. This spring, do it in style in a new kayak or canoe from Arch Marine in North Liberoc. Get only the best customer service and the best selection of meats at Hogs Meat Market, where they have sliced boar's head deli meats and cheeses. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. McLaughlin drives this pitch to right field deep, going back his minute. That is out of here. They did answer with Ben McLaughlin's first home run at Arkansas. A line drive that got out in a jiffy. On 1037 The Buzz. Appreciate Pat Bradley joining us in the previous segment. Thanks to Motorsports Authority. Always good catching up with PB and uh, getting to hang out with him. And, you know, it's funny. We were talking about the cover of Madden and uh, cover of uh, college football and video games and all that. I I just thought it was interesting. So, you know, players for the Madden cover, since Josh Allen was officially announced uh, as, uh, as the cover athlete this year, they've only been using cover athletes on Madden since 2001. Because before that, it was just Madden himself. Uh, the coach, which made a lot of sense, yeah, because you know his game, and then they did that for the uh, after his passing the last year he was on the cover, but I was kind of surprised to see that there have been, as far as teams, just teams themselves that have had multiple athletes. There's been seven different NFL teams within that 20 year span that's had multiple athletes on the cover. So you think it would be a lot more diverse and everything like that, which is a few one offs, but. Yeah, I was I was kind of shocked to see uh, see those and uh, yeah that that's a really low number, but you you do have to remember that um, it's going to be based on which teams are winning at the time. Of course, and so the Patriots they would be one of those teams, maybe not that have had multiple because you would think anytime they've been on there it's been Tom Brady. They have had the multiple. They've yeah, had Randy Moss probably. No, uh, Gronk. Gronk. Gronk was that's right. Yeah, okay. Gronk was on the, uh, the Gronk was on the cover. And then uh, the Lions actually have had two, technically. 
which I was a little surprised by. But Barry Sanders, Barry like former player, yeah, okay, yeah, he so was no, on it. Yeah, but uh, Calvin Johnson was actually okay. on it. So okay. Megatron, but yeah, so you, you could say that doesn't count. But then the Seahawks have had two. Uh, they've had. See, the Lions were one of the first teams to come to mind to think that. They would have been way outside that seven. Yeah, see, that's what I would have thought, too. But I was like, oh, yeah, Calvin Johnson, Megatron uh, was good enough to be on there. Uh, but the Seahawks, I was surprised because I forgot about one of them, uh, the one of the ones that were on it. And even if you would have told me the Seahawks had two athletes, the first one I would have thought about wasn't either one of them. So I, I was a little bit uh, surprised to go back and see that because if they had Richard Sherman on one year. And then the other one was... Um, of course, now I had it written down. Now I can't read my own writing. It's because uh, I remember I had the game. Yeah, Sean Alexander. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 07. So I forgot completely about him. But they've had two. The Titans have had two athletes on there. <laughs> um, and See, every time a team is mentioned, it's all right away. You're like, okay, who was it? And yeah. Yeah, Titans is like, yeah, who was it? It was uh, Vince Young and Eddie George. Those okay. were the two Titans. Ravens have had two as well. Oh, Ray Lewis, hands down. For sure. For sure. And then most recently, Lamar Jackson. There you go. And then the Steelers have also had two. Jerome Bettis. No, not, not Jerome not Bettis. Bettis. Uh, Bettis. Heinz Ward. Not Heinz Ward. Wow. One defensive and one okay, offensive. Okay, uh, so Troy Palomalu. That's right. That's one of them. And you said one offensive? Uh-huh. This one makes me laugh. Oh, uh, A.B. A.B. Antonio yeah, yeah. Brown, 2019. Absolutely. I, I forgot that he was on there. And then uh, we mentioned the Patriots of Gronk and Tom Brady. And then the other one, still, it's the same athlete, but Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes. He's been on it twice. So uh, I guess we'll count him. See, count no, that. That, that one, that's a technicality <laughs> also. That yeah. one doesn't count. So if you're talking so about... if you take out the technicalities, the you got Chiefs five. and the Lions, right. Yeah, you got five of them there. So... But still, kind of interesting. Uh, a lot of teams that are still looking to get their first athlete on there. And the other ones that uh, were just the one-offs uh, for who got put on there, you had uh, Odell Beckham Jr. from the Giants at the time. Uh, you also had Peyton Hillis with the Cleveland Browns, Drew Brees with the Saints, uh, Larry Fitzgerald with the Cardinals, Brett Favre and the Packers, and then you had Donovan McNabb, the Eagles, and Michael Vick with the Falcons, and Marshall Falk with the Rams, and finally Dante Culpepper with the Vikings. So those have just been the one-off ones. Okay, so we're talking 14 teams represented all together? Pretty much, yeah. And uh, so almost half the league. Yep, yep. Jets aren't one of them. That's okay. That's fine with it. But maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe one day. Maybe one day that'll happen. So anyways, I, I, for, I forgot it was pretty, uh, pretty uh, astute as far as the athletes that have been on there. Oh, too. Vegas Dave points out when he says Cowboys zero Madden covers. So that's, uh, that's a little surprising, actually. Yeah, that is, I guess. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Like, it's, and it's like something that like, I know you're going to have a different athlete, and sometimes they do the throwback ones, and sometimes they... Because uh, I think in, even NBA 2K for basketball has become a video game that people love being on the covers or try to be on the covers. It means a lot to them there, too. So, um, but Let's see. Uh, yeah, First Arkansas Bank Trust text line. Chad says, uh, spot on, Michael Jordan was actually SG99 on EA NBA Live back then. But everybody knew who he was. Yeah, I'd say that's, uh, that, that probably wasn't a problem there, too. Yeah, everyone, everyone knew. Everyone knew. Uh, also from uh, the Asher Record Life fan feedback, uh, Ricardo says, is Pat saying that he thinks KJ is going to tell EA Sports, hey guys, I make enough money so you guys can use my name, image, and likeness for free, and I'm good, and I'm good, so never mind my less fortunate teammates? Uh, I don't think Pat was saying that. I think it's just more like they, it's such a non-factor to him that they probably don't care one way or the other. It's kind of just like, hey, I, I got all these other NIL stuff that I'm dealing with and having to look at and having to go through and having to, uh, you know, be a part of, and then all this place is doing with the video games, just like, Hey, can we put you in it? And it's like, yeah, sure, whatever. I, that's how I took it, at least. That's that's how I took it. I didn't think he was saying that he was telling everyone to screw off on his teammates or anything like that. So uh, Vegas Dave weighs back in. He says, I'm okay with that. The jinx part mm-hmm. of it happens more times than not. Cowboys fans don't need any more bad luck. No. Well, oh, yeah, because well, here's the thing, Cowboys fans. Yeah, bad luck has been... You know, yeah, if you haven't won as many playoff games as probably you feel like you should have or been in Super Bowls like you should have, but... There are far less fortunate franchises out there than the Dallas Cowboys when it comes to the NFL. I can tell you that. But that's true. That's true. Uh, some other headlines, though, that I uh, wanted to mention since we uh, ran out of time in what's trending in the world of sports. 
Uh, speaking of the NFL, I saw that the Jaguars have unveiled their renderings for their new uh, proposed st- stadium renovation. And I feel like it's it's just so... Uh, all the time you have different NFL teams putting out new stadiums. I saw the renderings. It looks ridiculous. It looks over the top. But it's going to include a shaded canopy where the team will say will reduce the heat factor by more than 70%. So I guess it's uh, not just a dome. It's a heat canopy is what they call it. But... It's almost like they want to host the Super Bowl or something like that here, or here very soon. You know what? Um, they ha- they're in a city where they're fortunate enough to be able to host the Super Bowl regardless because they're in a warm-weather city. But when you do add these renovations, it does make it more enticing to uh, be one of those cities that's selected. But it, it couldn't have been long ago that they actually had a Super Bowl. But we know with cities that get new stadiums, they're going to be the ones that are more in line immediately. Right. Yeah, it's it's going to be something the new newness of it all, and I love how they said that it could cost as much as two billion dollars, but it also could cost somewhere between one point three and one point four billion dollars. I'm like, well, what does that mean? That could, that's a huge difference. Like, I guess it depends on once you get in there, uh, how much it's actually going to cost, and that's exactly you know, what it having is. Having some stuff like that, but it'll be pretty costly if that ends up happening there in Jacksonville. But it but. is interesting the way they're going about it, where they're renovating as opposed to building a new stadium. And that was something that Chicago did a few years ago with Soldier Field. They did renovations, which had brought the stadium more up to date. But now they're still trying to build a new stadium here a few years later. Yeah, because like with the Yankees, when they built their new stadium out there in New York, was that a new stadium, right? That's like a new stadium, yeah. Because yeah. I always thought how difficult that must have been at the time to try to make you know, a stadium like that size in that area, you know, in, inter- in New York City and... I remember it cost a lot of money, especially for the time, but a lot of it just had to do with, with the land that it was on and you know being there in the middle of the city trying to make that work. Well, a lot of times when um, teams are getting new stadiums, they want to build on the same site, as close to the same site as possible. So whatever was your general parking area before, that's going to be where your new stadium is. And then when they take the old stadium away, that's going to be where parking is. They just <laughs> shift it. Now, see, that's... That's uh, I always wondered like how the construction of it all and, and you know how they how they put it together and you know the money and how it, it's also funny with the money and sometimes it comes from different entities and different people to try to get it built there too but yeah that that was all over the place and then uh, also and some other news and kind of sad news especially in the baseball side of things uh, that Jacob Degrom has to have UCL surgery uh, he's the Texas Rangers pitcher and he's going to be out for at least twelve months for them. A hundred eighty-five million dollar man right there, and he's going to have to be out for twelve months. So, uh, a brutal blow there for uh, the Texas Rangers, and uh, knowing that uh, they've had a, a season which had a few scares in the MLB as it is with it comes to injuries. But man, that's a, that's a big one for Rangers down there to have to deal with Jacob Degrom. Being it was out. sad seeing where some of the top pitchers in the game are having to deal with this. This is becoming a bigger issue, and uh, it probably goes back to just more innings pitched, more pitches from the youth level all the way through the wear and tear on the arm at some point it's probably going to get there where they're going to have some type of ucl injury even looking at steven strasburg his career is in jeopardy now his career mm. could possibly be over because of uh the same type of injury he was the guy that coming out of high school like everyone was talking about being the next everything uh i think that was he drafted number one overall out of high school or at least high up there Remember, he was least... Yeah, I believe he was number one. Okay. But he he was definitely in the top five. Yeah. I just always feel like bad. I don't feel bad, but just, oh, man, a kid coming out of high school, having that much expectation on him, and especially at the pitcher position, it, it could be a tough thing to overcome and deal with. But I mean, he's had with, a nice career. With Jacob deGrom, he had Tommy John surgery years ago. So this is mm. the second go-round with it. Yeah. But uh, he had it during his rookie season. See, that's... And, and Strasburg did also. He, he had it early he had it twice in his career. Too. Okay. Oh, early in his career, yeah. That's right. Because I remember, he, I don't think he even played in the very beginning because of that. Yeah, man. Now, that's the thing. The scary thing about those uh, pitchers and those injuries, man, is like uh, you get you get them over with. But timing is everything, and the recovery is everything as well. So we got a lot more to get to. We'll have also your Razor Dog update presented by True Service coming up. Get to hear some audio and a funny clip from Hunter Yurchek when he was speaking to some Razorback fans. You won't want to miss it. So stay tuned. You're on Out of Bounds. It 
College hunks hauling junk and moving, they move the things you love and haul away the stuff you don't. They offer packing, moving, loading and unloading, as well as junk removal. Find out why they have more five-star reviews than any other moving company. CollegeHunksHaulingJunk.com. RJ Hawk here with Chris Roberts from Southern Bank. And Chris, you and I have been doing ads for a long time, but I didn't realize how long Southern Bank's been doing this. We're a 136-year-old bank and recognized as one of the strongest banks in the country. And Chris, with unstable times, it's always nice to know that your bank is stable. It's not only our financial strength, but it's also our employees. You'll see the same familiar faces ready to help you every day with your banking needs. If you want to see the Southern Bank difference, go to bankwithsouthern.com or call 501-424-0900. It's Southern Bank, member FDIC. Razorback pitcher Gage Wood joins Drive Time Sports every week, courtesy of Tacos for Life. At Tacos for Life, for every meal purchased, a meal is provided to a child in need. It's Gage Wood on Drive Time Sports, brought to you by Tacos for Life. Hi, I'm Arkansas Attorney Stan Miller with Pinnacle Global. If you're an Arkansas business owner or nonprofit, call us to see if you qualify for the Employee Retention Tax Credit. I'm an Arkansas business owner just like you. I partner with local qualified CPAs, and we provide a detailed legal opinion for each ERTC client. Let us help you get the money you deserve. Visit us at pgwealthconsulting.com or call us 501-352-9497. That's 501-352-9497. Fellas, June is National Men's Health Month, so it's a great time to remind you to take care of your health. I recommend going to Low T Center. It's where I got my levels checked. It's typically completely covered by most health insurances, and if you don't have insurance, it's less than 100 bucks for full labs and an in-office visit with the provider. Low T Center specializes in men's health, making it quick and easy. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment online. That's LowTCenter.com, Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Bradford Marine at ATV is extending inflation buster discounts on all tracker boats. Like the Sun Tracker Sportfish 22 with 115 Mercury outboard and a $2,000 inflation buster discount. Or try the Tahoe T16 with 75 horsepower Mercury and a $3,000 inflation discount. Or step up to the Tahoe T18 with Mercury 115 outboard and receive a $4,000 discount. Your discount is available now at any of the six Bradford Marine and ATV statewide locations. Your authorized tracker dealer. It's Justin Acre for CertiPro Painters. We're all getting ready for summer, and if you want to spruce up your home for summer, CertiPro Painters could be the answer you're looking for. Each CertiPro Painters business is independently owned and operated. Schedule your free estimate at CertiPro.com. That's Certa with a C. If you're thinking about getting a paint job done for the interior or exterior of your home, you need to hurry up and get on the schedule soon because it's filling up quickly. So plan for your next project. You'll be happy you did. Cleanliness, thoughtfulness, and attention to detail. You'll get all of it with my friends at CertiPro Painters. So get them scheduled for your project today. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. This ad is paid for by the settlement specialist. Non-Hodgkin's lymphoma is one of the most common cancers in the United States. If you or a loved one was diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and were regularly exposed to Roundup weed killer, you could be entitled to cash compensation. Bayer, the owner of Roundup, will pay more than $10 billion to cancer victims of weed killer Roundup. Call our weed killer cancer hotline now to see if you're entitled to cash compensation. Roundup has been one of the most commonly used herbicides in the U.S. If you or someone you love has been diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and were exposed to Roundup, call now. Our team is here to fight for everyday people and to get you the compensation you may deserve. If you or a loved one has been diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and were regularly exposed to Roundup weed killer, even if the loved one has passed away, call 800-816-2198 now to see if you are entitled to compensation. But hurry, time is limited. Call 800-816-2198. 800-816-2198. Check out Hogs Meat Market's monthly specials and meat packages at hogsmeatmarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. The 2-2 pitch to Riggio. He struck him out swinging with a fastball, and they leave the bases loaded. Hagen Smith comes up golden. On 103.7 The Buzz. Folks, 501-661-1037 is the number to call or to text in. Going to have a little Razor Hog update here in a bit, as well as uh, some other headlines we'll get into. But since it is a wide-open Wednesday, we actually had this come in 
from the Asher Wrecker Live Fan Feedback from Sports Fan. Says, uh, for his wide open Wednesday, fellas, I'm a little behind, so hope this hasn't been mentioned already. Says, what are your thoughts on the pros and cons of UConn and Gonzaga possibly moving to the Big 12, and how would it affect the current conference that they would be leaving? It's going to make the Big 12 a lot tougher, for sure, Mm -hmm. and uh, just make it an overall better basketball conference. Now, with Gonzaga... Uh, the West Coast Conference, it is going to hamper them a bit because they are the biggest name by far. St. Mary's has had success in that conference. So they could be hurt more so than if UConn left the conference. I'm, I mean, UConn is, you know, they've had a lot of success, but not sure that the conference overall would be hurt as much as Gonzaga moving on. Yeah, you just, it's just funny to think about, once again, the conferences. We're talking about, oh, these two teams of Gonzaga and UConn might possibly be added to the Big 12, and the two schools are completely and totally on opposite sides of the country, where, uh, of course, Gonzaga being in the Northwest, and then you have uh, UConn being in the Northeast. But the brand of basketball, I think it's a smart move by the Big 12 if they're able to pull it off just because it's like, listen, you're not going – there's no really big-time available branding programs of football left that will come into the Big 12 that the Big 12 can pursue. They've gotten some ones. I think I still think like Houston's a good addition, Cincinnati's a good addition, uh, BYU's a good addition. But I, I applaud them saying, "All right, well, if we can't get any of those big brands of, of football, let's let's look at basketball." Which UConn and Gonzaga, two uh, really big brands, and I mean UConn just won the national championship this past year. So and it's something move. that you know people aren't thinking about. Not only would they benefit with those two programs, but UConn, you benefit from the women's basketball program a lot more, and you know, there's been success in the Big 12 from the women's side also. That's right. And uh, that would just add even more to it also, you know, with UConn if they were able to get into the Big 12. Yeah, I, w- I was looking at the article on CBSSports.com when it was talking about uh, uh, how they were trying to expand it and get to the basketball efforts and everything. Uh, it said uh, that, that the Navigates uh, actually evaluated how the nation's top basketball programs ranked against power co- uh, conference opponents in regular season play over the last three years. They called a metrical TV power, which is essentially if you've got big games against other big opponents, uh, what brings in the TV. Uh, Gonzaga is actually fifth on the list of all those teams, with Duke, Kentucky, North Carolina, and Kansas being the top four teams when it comes to those TV powers. But with Gonzaga being at fifth, after that, Ohio State's at 6th, Michigan at 7th, Michigan State is at 8th, and number 9, Arkansas. So when it comes to those TV power games and, and who they face and everything, uh, it gives you an idea of even though Gonzaga may not be in a big conference, they always have a very strong non-conference schedule, and there's a lot of power to them being on TV and people watching their games too. So. It's good on the Big 12 thinking outside the box because everybody's always in the mindset of thinking about football. Football mm-hmm. is the money-generating sport that's bringing in the most revenue, but for them to think outside of that and want to add to the conference just from the basketball standpoint, that that's something that would benefit them greatly. Also, this comes from, uh, I guess, Hornet. I'll go ahead and say that his name is Hornet. But he says, I know you guys don't talk a whole lot of soccer, and I don't really care that much about it either, but is this story with Lionel Messi to join the MLS a huge deal or not? I keep seeing everyone talking about it. No, it is. It it is a huge deal because MLS keeps growing and to keep growing the game, keep expanding as far as some of the teams that are coming in, you want to have access to the best players in the world and Messi fits being one of the best players in the world. Even though it, it fits what's happened with MLS when you have some of these stars globally that have gone to MLS later in their careers when they get a little bit older. Messi is in that vein, and and, um, now it does make sense for him to make the move, but he's still one of the top players in the world at the age where he is. And, uh, yeah, it'd be big for MLS to be able to get Messi, especially the way he's moved around over the past few years. And MLS, they don't have the ability to pay like some of the top leagues around the world, but to be able to get a player of that caliber – it uh, they can only benefit from it. Yeah, I saw something to where he turned down just an, an inordinate amount of money to to come to the MLS from from some other group or, or whatnot. I don't. I was trying to. I don't know the currency of what it was, but it was a billion something. Uh, so I, I didn't know. Like it sounded significant, but when I saw the story and everything, I was like, well, I mean, Messi coming to the United States and being a part of that is, is a huge deal for the MLS. But 
Uh, I'm sure he has his reasons as to why and, and laying it out and why that's the decision he wanted to make to, to move on to. So. And something you typically don't see is um, players that go to MLS because they go there at the end of their career and they end up retiring basically from there. Something you don't see much of is a player go to MLS and then go back to one of the the leagues, um, you know, somewhere in the world like the EPL. But you've seen a guy who's done that recently, and that was Zlatan, and Zlatan just retired here hmm. recently. So he, he went to MLS at 37 years old. He was still the best player in MLS at that age, and then that opened opportunities for him to go back to a bigger league and a couple of years down the line, within the last few days, he just retired. How about that? Well, and it, well, I guess the first, or not the first one, but now his name just escaped me, but the one that went to L.A. Galaxy, uh, that was part of Manchester United, I guess. David Beckham. David Beckham, thank you. Yeah, I guess that was the one I remember it was significant when I was in, I think it was in junior high, high school, whenever that happened. But remember how big of a deal that was, because he was a larger-than-life soccer player that yeah, everyone knew who he was. Because, you know, he was uh, he's always like not only a soccer player, but... Like he was always modeling and stuff, and of course was uh, married to uh, one of the Spice Girls and everything. So Victoria I, Beckham. Victoria Beckham. Was posh. She, posh. Okay, I was about to say I can always forget which one was which, but yeah, it, it's significant and it, and it happens. But like you said, it's only good for the MLS. It's only good for growing the brand. And you know, I mean, name players are huge, and Messi is about as big of a name player you'll get in soccer right now. And so there's the huge. connection with Inter Miami. David Beckham is part of the group that is in ownership with Inter Miami. So maybe that does open the door for them to be able to get some of these bigger names. That will be huge. This one comes from Cliff, too. He says, guys, great show today, but I am curious, at what point in time do Razorback fans start turning the page over to football, or are people still feeling the baseball season coming to an end being a disappointment? (laughs) I've already forgotten about it. I'm moving on. I'm going on to football. Woo pig. There are many people that feel the way that you do Mm -hmm. as far as they've turned the page already, but... We know that, uh, and, and we've been talking about it, there are always going to be things connected to the off season, And so there's always going to be news, not only from baseball, but multiple sports as we get towards football beginning and, and having that season. We're in just off-season mode, so there's going to be news coming out from all sports. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's going to be all sports, and there's going to be stuff that happens on the field or on the court or off the field off the court and free agency. And even with uh, you know Major League Baseball still going strong and I know that the, there's going to be kind of the dog days of summer, as they call it, in baseball. But, yeah, there'll be, there'll be plenty of things to talk about. But when it comes to Razorback fans themselves, uh, I think once the Grant Nelson decision happens, there'll still be some basketball love. But then I think people will move on fully to being invested into football, too. So, uh, I don't know. I think it'll get a weird vibe. I don't know how excited people are for football. I think they are. But the expectations, maybe don't feel as good about it this year. Maybe last year kind of put a bad taste in their mouth. I don't know. I don't know what their level of excitement's at. But baseball talk may quiet down here for a couple of weeks, but when the ML when the MLB draft comes around, then it ramps back up cuz now you see how next year's roster starts to take shape. Oh yeah, it's all going to be put together for sure. Well, we're up against it though. We're going to take a top of the hour update when we come back we'll have more wide open Wednesday. Uh, Will Gray was going to join us, but he got caught in, a, in an issue. So that's okay. We'll uh, catch up with him at a later time. But we got more Wide Open Wednesday on Out of Bounds coming up. Life is short, and if we spend our time suffering with pain and it takes away our joy, that's not a very good way to live. He's right. It's hard to be happy when you're in constant pain. QC Kinetics patient Chad admits the chronic pain in his knee really robbed his quality of life. When I was going to the traditional doctor and getting the pain pills, my smile wasn't as big as it usually is. Going to my high school reunion on crutches, it was awful. But then Chad visited QC Kinetics. He experienced the real power.